Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Mike Brancatelli here, host of the Mikeadelic Podcast, and you're watching The System Is Down, Anti-News Live, the best anti-news news show in the history of anti-news news shows. Because honestly, what else are you going to do these days? You're going to turn on cable news, listen to a bunch of old gray-haired dinosaurs that talk like robots to try and make you brain dead and fall asleep? Hi, welcome to the news. Today, we're going to lie to you 24-7. Exactly. So, cut your cable, cut your cord, take your television, throw it out the window, go streaking down your neighborhood block and say, Anti-News Live is on. Stay tuned. Dude, I have but one question and one question question alone. And that is what? Have we crossed the line yet? <laughs> Pretty sure. I heard tell of a line. Have we? Have we yet crossed it? There's no we. This is all you. I have nothing to do with this. Hey, you calling Capper Nick a couple weeks ago? That's true, but I did not blackface. Uh, you, you I'm wondering if we should even explain this to like listeners in the future like people are just gonna listen to the audio or if we should just say i'm here in blackface and leave it at that you are the whitest person in with blackface right now so i want to point out that you over video like you have probably the most high definition webcam that i've ever seen on anything um you have zero definition to your face right now like absolutely no nothing there is (laughs) There's no, like, I could barely make out, like, facial structure. It's just, like, nostrils and eyeballs and teeth. (laughs) Excellent. Well, how's everybody doing? Uh, We're going to jump right into this. We're starting early tonight. We're going to see how 7 o'clock goes, because we know how you guys, you downers, like to get a little bit sleepy come 9 o'clock, and we're not too much different. Uh, So we fit it into our busy schedules, and Craig's kids are probably going to come busting through the door any minute now because they're not in bed, but... um, we're here. Here. We're point, here. So at our new seven o'clock time until we uh until you guys prove that it doesn't pay off to move it to seven, we'll leave it here. Well that's what I told my wife. I was like, you know, if we do this tonight and people still don't show up, we're just gonna have to bump it back to nine because <laughs> it's not worth it. Yep. Yep. Or maybe maybe we'll all just, you know, commit mass suicide. Um just a possibility. Just throwing out options, just spitballing here. Um you- you can't say that because then if you get suicided, people will Then the you... Democrats win. Exactly. <laughs> uh, for the listeners, I am here uh, with my whole face and hair painted stark white and wearing all white attire and just have the word black written in black across my forehead. Uh, the reason being, well, Craig, did you hear about this, this Megyn Kelly nonsense? I, I tried to avoid that as much as possible because I didn't want... To hear about it. Well, before we even get into the actual topic and the article, I just want to ask, like, where is the line for blackface exactly? Does this count? Does this qualify for blackface? Because I've got some black paint on my face. Is there, like, a certain amount of coverage that you have to have? I have. You're muted. I'm not muted. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. I actually have black on my face as well. Yeah, you have a lot more black than I have on my face. Somebody might think that you're trying to look like a black guy black this eye <laughs> on on the, uh, on my eyes even uh-huh uh-huh 
So I'm I'm curious, like, is have we crossed a line here, or have we not? Is does this little bit of black matter, or does it not? Um, what black written word black in right. black on your face? Does I that do count? have some black paint on my face. So how much of my face has to be covered? I'm more offended about the amount of white on your face right now. <laughs> well, I've got a few questions about blackface. Um, I'm curious, like, well, like I said, how much black is required? And if you're a white guy and you spray tan, like, like say, Donald Trump. Or spray orange. What's the difference between spray tan and you spray it a little bit too dark? Is it possible to be considered a racist for having artificial dark skin and you're trying to look natural? I don't know what the standard is anymore. I don't know what's considered good or bad. I just just assume it's all bad now. Like Everybody else seems to be on the same page, that if you have black on your face, then you are a racist. But I uh, I would beg to differ. And, I mean, you just think about, like, us when we were kids. We Like, my idol was Michael Jordan. And I wouldn't be allowed to dress up as Michael Jordan, like, authentically. I would be doing it out of the utmost respect for the man because he was my idol. And But in doing so, that would mean that I hate him because I'm trying to look like him. So I must be making fun of him. It's like... My kid wears Michael Jordan shirts all the time now. and In blackface, right? Yeah, well, obviously. I mean, he did that before, but... Right. Um, my kid is dressed up as, dressing up as Black Panther this year. I think we talked about that. Which is a big no-no. That's like the biggest no-no for kids' costumes this year. Yep. Uh, a friend of mine, I saw his kid was at a Halloween costume as well in a Black Panther costume. And I, I texted him immediately. I was like, is your kid Black Panther? He's like, yeah, why? I was like, don't you know that he's not allowed to do that because he's <laughs> white? He's like, I don't care. I was like, neither do I. That's why my kid's dressing as the same. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I think the only way that you can let your kid do that, though, is if you paint his face black under the mask. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Otherwise, you're Fair appropriating. Well, I guess you are either way. But, yeah, the whole thing is freaking confusing as crap. And as we get into the Megyn Kelly article, like, the, the most important thing here to remember is that blackface, the idea, it wasn't just a color on your skin. It was an idea. It was a... A, a character that was made a caricature of black people where they used like uh what's it called like shoe polish and made their whole face jet black and then left their eyes white and big and their lips really big and maybe put red for their lips to make their lips look bigger and then they acted like the very stereotypical yes master like super happy go lucky slave uh that was the idea and the the idea of blackface but now it's like the whole thing is just Two words, black face. And if you've got black on your face, then you're in black face and you're a racist. So I'm curious as to the actual uh, story, the Megyn Kelly story, because I've seen the headlines of Megyn Kelly saying it's okay for you to dress blackface. Megyn Kelly apologizing for saying okay. Megyn Kelly coming out and saying it's not okay for blackface. I'm glad you're interested to hear the story, and we will get into that story right after this. If you are just now tuning in, welcome to the Anti-News, the place where we talk about the news. That's it. And we piss people off. We have 7-Eleven dance parties. Uh, Grab your drinks. Grab your smokes. Grab all your things, all your vices. Come back and join us. We're going to jump into the official main show here in about 20 seconds. But first, 7-Eleven dance party. 
Let's do this thing. All I ask is, if we have to give these bastards our lives, we give him hell before we do The tragedy of our day is the climate of fear in which we live. Talking about the Salomon Brothers building collapsing. I'm going to ask the congressman to withdraw that comment and tell us that he really mean that. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Bible that certain people be put to death. Thieves were possessing weapons of mass destruction. 9-11 attacks were carried out by Al Qaeda. I remember that with Matthew We are still here! We have to say yes to So, mm, let's try this. I'm frozen. Why am I frozen? Hmm. Trenton Campbell is here. Trenton. Trenton. Trenton, it's nice to see you up so late. That's correct. See if I can get me back in here. What in the hell? All right, Craig, do you have uh, this story? You can start digging into it while I try and figure out what's wrong with my camera. Why, certainly. Give me like 12 seconds because my computer is slow as balls. Nathan says, I'm assuming you typically do a 9-11 dance. The 7-11 dance is much more enjoyable. Nathan, grow up. 7-11, we're celebrating the gas station chain. Of course, I just fucking love slushies. <laughs> it's 7 o'clock. You can't give adult language at 7 o'clock. My bad. I freaking love slushies there you go there you go what is going on camera hmm. all right what does this story say what is going on with my computer what is happening with technology in general Who knows? i keep saying I, I keep saying i need to get a new computer i just have yet to get a new computer lucas said uh these technical difficulties are total false flags you're not wrong we're just stalling while we try and get our life right. together <laughs> Fox News says Megyn Kelly's blackface comments are not racist enough to get old job back. Yeah. So they would hire her back is what they're saying. Oh, what the heck? Good old Fox News being racist as usual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they they actually are considering bring. Did Megyn Kelly get fired? That's what I heard initially. Is that she got fired? Uh, basically for having a conversation about blackface and saying, I didn't think that it was like all that big a deal back when I was a kid, and I don't really see what the huge deal is if somebody's doing it respectfully and not doing it in a racist type way or disrespectfully. Mm -hmm. And everybody, of course, freaked out because the words black and face and okay were all in the same sentence. Because so <laughs> you can cut it all up and make it into what you want, and right. so you can't say words that you can cut up and turn into bad things. Yeah, and I heard that. Oh my she, gosh, I can't. 
I heard that she lost her job uh, on NBC, and they still were going to have to uh, com- complete her contract of $69 million without Holy her working cow. there. So, like, okay. That's almost like firing Roseanne. Right. All right, so I got this one. This is the New Yorker talking about Fox News being racist about it. I don't have the original story, but I'm sure this will tell us all we need to know. Says uh, the chief executive officer of Fox News said Monday night or said on Monday that Megyn Kelly's nostalgic remarks, nostalgic hmm, about yeah, blackface were insufficiently racist for the right wing cable channel to consider rehiring her. Of course, they had to put right wing and racist in the same mm-hmm. uh, says we at Fox have nothing but respect for Megan's achievements as what? This can't be right. It says, this is in quotes by Fox News' CEO. It says, we at Fox News have nothing but respect for Megan's achievements as a racist television personality. <laughs> Having said that, we do not feel that her blackface comments represent her best work. And that's got to be a misquote. <laughs> Who is this? This is the New Yorker. In quotes about this, Fox News' CEO, Suzanne Scott, it says, we at Fox got to read this three times now to make sure I'm reading it uh-huh. properly. We at Fox have nothing but respect for Megan's achievements as a racist television personality. Having said that, we do not feel that her blackface comments represent her best work. Um, I don't think anybody thought it was her best work. Uh, no, but I, I also don't <laughs> think that Fox News would come out and say that. No, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm guessing that this is on actual foxnews.com? No, this is on the, this is the New Yorker. Uh, quoting They're Fox News. They're saying that Fox News said that she was a great racist. Yes, apparently. Uh-huh. She's got so, such great racist accolades in her repertoire. Right. says, uh, Scott expressed concerns that by trying to tone down her racism for the morning television... This has got to be wrong. Are you sure it's not the onion? Scott expressed <laughs> concern that by trying... Now, this says The New Yorker at the top. It says, Scott expressed concern that by trying... To tone down her racism for the morning television audience. I don't know. This has to be like a an op-ed or something. I'm not even going to finish this because there's... Oh, it's satire. The New Yorker satire. Okay. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Thanks. All right. This is from Variety. Thanks, New Yorker. <laughs> Variety. Let's get some real news. Yeah. That's probably the most real news yeah, out of all of them. It's probably going to be more legit than this is going to be. But uh, Megyn Kelly apologizes to co-workers for, quote, blackface comments. Uh, Megyn Kelly sparked social media backlash Monday in dis- in a discussion on her Megyn Kelly Today about Halloween ce- uh, celebrants wearing black or white face makeup. Later in the day, she sent an email to NBC News co-workers apologizing for her on-air comments. Kelly wondered aloud during a conversation about uh, universities putting pressure on students to not wear costumes that might be deemed offensive. Quote, what is racist? End quote. She asked... A panel that uh, included Jenna Bush Hager, Jacob Soboroff, and who cares what these people's names are? Uh, quote, you well, do- Jenna Bush Hager is George Bush's daughter. Okay. Uh, pretty sure. Pretty pretty 99% sure. I'm not sure if I care more or less knowing that. But uh, you do get it, quote, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on blackface for Halloween or a black person who puts on whiteface for Halloween. Back when I was a kid... Uh, that was okay, just as long as you were dressing as a character. In her email to colleagues, 
Kelly said the backlash made her reconsider her opinion, and that's the biggest fucking problem with this. As always, you're just gonna backpedal. Again. Uh, I mean, if you honestly think you were right. wrong, then yeah, come out and say I was wrong. But if you were, as it w- you clearly were, just thinking out loud, and as they said, just thinking out loud, having a conversation, she wasn't even saying, I definitively think that, you know, black, white people wearing blackface, black people wearing whiteface is, uh, is totally good, always. She, she w- never even gave a real opinion. She just said back when well, I was young, this didn't seem like a big deal, and I don't understand it. Let's talk. However, um, we did mention last week, on the episode last week, that, uh, oh, what's her name? The train-wrecked actress? Can't think of her name now. Uh, Anyway, it doesn't matter. I know her name. (laughs) How she said that she wonders if white people not kneeling for the national anthem are, are, um... Racist, not really racist, but um, yeah, co-conspirators or something like that. Yeah, she wonders. So she didn't have to actually come out and say it, but she said it without actually saying it. Maybe so it kind of makes me wonder, maybe Megan Kelly's saying it without actually saying it. It's like, you know, I wonder if it's not actually as racist as we think. But either I mean, way, either way, even if she meant it, that's I I agree with her. I don't think it is offensive to uh accurately portray somebody of another race sure but it's just her coming out as as nonchalant as possible me like you know that's like nobody wants to actually take a stand on anything but they just want to give their opinions without actually giving their opinions it's like if you don't think it's racist which to an extent no i don't think so the the picture that you have up on your <laughs> on the background for this video that kind of blackface might be deemed slightly mostly racist but that that is racist yes (laughs) what we are referring to no i don't think so and i'm not going to be like you know i kind of think that maybe possibly it's it's just like nobody wants to take a stance on anything because well look what happens when you do i guess so i guess it doesn't even matter because even just thoughts cause people to get fired now person came out and made the exact same statements like is it really that big a deal? Uh, yada yada. Uh, I wonder if they have the Kanye, same backlash. If Kanye West did, then yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that'd be racist. My computer's like freaking out, so hopefully we stick around here. Um, it's acting like it wants to bring my other camera back in and just kicked out my camera altogether, so that's fun. Yeah, you're frozen. Sweet. Anyway, um, there, there's more to this. It's because... It doesn't like working this early in the night. Apparently so. I reset everything. I cleared off my desktop. Everything was good to go. Uh, am I back? I might be back. I don't know. I'm just going to keep reading. Where'd my Where'd my story go? Did I close my story? No. Okay. <laughs> um, so it goes on to say, Today is one of those days where listening carefully to other points of view, including from friends and colleagues, is leading me to rethink my own views, she wrote. I've never been a PC kind of person, but I understand that we do need to be more sensitive in this day and age. Uh, okay. Based on what? That people are more offended in this day and age or that it's more wrong in this day and age? Based uh, on the fact that more people get fired. Exactly. Particularly on race and ethnicity issues, which, uh, far from being healed, have been uh, exacerbated. In our politics over the past year, this is a time for more understanding, love, sensitivity, and honor, and I want to be part of that. I look forward to continuing that discussion. 
a whole bunch of nothing, in my opinion. Yes, uh, I don't feel like what she said was unloving, though. She was having a conversation just like we do on this show. That's the point mm-hmm. of this show is to say, hey, what about this? Do you really want to like think that out to its p- fullest possible conclusion and like let's explain why we disagree on something? That's what she was doing. She wasn't making hard mm-hmm. stances. So, I don't know. I, I think the whole thing is completely stupid. Yeah, I'm just really sick and tired of hearing all of it because you can't – you got to tiptoe around everything now. There's no there's no giving opinions. There's no giving a side. Mm-hmm. Either side, you're usually wrong. It doesn't matter because somebody's going to find that you're wrong either way because that's just where we are as a nation. There is no middle ground anymore. There's no – well, why can't we all just talk about this? And then it's just like, no, you're a racist or no, you're like a weak minded person or something. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to take a solid stance or you're like a fence sitter. And if you do take a solid stance, one side's going to crucify you either way. Somebody named uh, Joel Hokey commented saying, I'm telling you straight now, you white MFers can dress up as black people if you want to. Then I will dress up as a cop and beat the living chit out of you. Okay. Okay. I I understand there is racist in the world and there are dirty cops in the world and that there are stupid people in the world. I do understand that. But also that's like saying that I dressed up as a black person and then uh, you know carried out a negative black stereotype like he would be mm-hmm. doing with the cop. If I were yeah. to dress up as a black person, it would be out of respect for whoever it was. It wouldn't be a demeaning thing, and I don't understand why it would be demeaning. But I don't know. Somebody call in. I just, Let me know why I'm wrong. You're still froze, though. It's just me. Uh, or you're just gone. on the main, so... On the main, I'm watching as just me. Oh. Well, from what I can, I don't know how far ahead. Maybe I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like way back in time as well. Somebody comment in and let us know how professional we appear in our. Uh, <laughs> if you, just let us know if you can see both of us. But anyway, that's that's it for that. Um, not much else to say except for the whole thing is stupid. She wasn't trying to make a hard stance against black people or a hard stance for white supremacy or blah blah blah. She was just saying, let's talk about this, and I'm just saying, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Get your panties out of the wads. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get how... I don't know. I don't get... I, I just don't care anymore. I'm just tired of hearing it all together. And Halloween is starting to turn into my least favorite time of the year. Oh, easily. Rather easily. than my favorite time, because I do enjoy a good costume now and then. I do enjoy going to um like Halloween balls and seeing all the different crazy offensive things people dress up as i saw a woman dressed up as the guy who does what you should just save it because i wanted to save that for the after party let's talk about our weekends and our parties and any i was just gonna say that was there i saw a person this weekend dressed up as the guy from saturday night live who did the dick in the box and so (laughs) justin timberlake what's that justin timberlake or andy sandberg I, I don't know whoever did Dick in the Box on <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Right. Um, so, yeah, this was a chick who did it. So dressed up as a guy who did Dick in the Box. Yeah, so, another point that uh, Jason Stapleton made on this topic of Megyn Kelly, it's like, 
We live in a day and age where if somebody feels like they're black on the inside, if they're an albino who feels black, then they can say that they're black and they will get sympathy from a certain group of people. That same group of people, if that person put black makeup on their face to make themselves look the way they feel on the inside, they would be a racist against the thing that they were trying to look like. Well, yeah, it's like that woman, that white woman who um, pretended to be black to, like, head up the NCAA, NAACP or whatever she was heading up, the black yeah. civil rights group. Um, she yeah, she would, she got, black, at least, what's, I don't know, she, but she got, like, crucified for um, pretending to be black, but she was doing all this stuff good for the black community and they still came out and like destroyed her when they found out that she wasn't really black which in my opinion that's the least important part of the matter the fact of the matter is that she is willing to step out and do all this good stuff i mean if she's trying to reap the benefits of being a black person like somebody possibly claiming native american heritage just to get up like an upper hand in their career then Yes, that's a different story. But if you are just simply helping, like working in that community and helping out that community, that's no different than like the missionaries who have gone to China and conformed to the Chinese culture, wearing all the Chinese dress and get up and stuff so they could fit into the culture and help out the culture and just Mm -hmm. be part of the culture. That's no different to me. But I guess in 2018, that would probably be considered racist. Is there a difference between assimilation and... Uh, assimilation and appropriation like if you're in the culture should you be of the culture or should you stick with your culture should you still dance like a white guy at a black nightclub um or is that offensive i don't even know anymore you shouldn't dance at a nightclub at all probably true unless you're black i've seen your dancing (laughs) yep for whatever reason you are not frozen on youtube but you are very much frozen on my screen so i'm just yeah which I'm okay with, but yeah, I'm not going to do too awkward. much here anyway to to look at. So feel free yeah, to just listen until the after party. But uh, <laughs> to those of you who are just now tuning in, welcome to the anti news. Please call in three zero nine seven one six three eight one eight. This is the place where we get all uh, you know all, all friendly with each other, and just like the old days of conspiracy uh, radio broadcasts, we like to sit in our basements and have call in shows. That uh, mm-hmm. make people uncomfortable. But, but it's so much easier nowadays than it was oh, yeah. in the old days of conspiracy radio. Oh, yeah. Now it's like a couple buttons and a couple hundred bucks worth of technology. But yeah. And even if things go awry like they always do, we can just hit the reset button and start all over. And then we're right back at it. Versus exactly. if um, your board or equipment went down back in the old days, it's like, well, crap. Now I'm going to have to save another $1,500 to get more equipment. Yep, yep. Nathan Sipes asks, is race a construct? I don't know how to answer that. I don't either. Nathan, call in and explain yourself. <laughs> All right, what else you got, Craig? It's nice to see Nathan on here, that he's not sleeping like the old man that he is. Yeah, he's out of town, so his wife and child aren't there to pull him uh, away from the good things in life. The important so, things. So, I mean, there's a lot of... Lot, lot going on in the news right now. I just realized I had with... you cranked up over here, so you're probably echoey that whole time. But sorry, guys, let's continue. <laughs> so, um, we got like shootings happening, bombs being mailed, suspects being arrested, and then more bombs being mailed. 
Uh huh. Uh huh. So, Would you like my title, uh, the mail bomb part. Uh, Midterm I don't pipe remember. dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yep. So apparently, as of October 27th, the pipe bomb suspect was arrested. Arrested. Um, however, yesterday there was an article posted that another pipe bomb was mailed to CNN. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. Mm. So let's uh, get into that story a little because, I mean, this is almost a week old story, but it's post last Monday. That's why we need an everyday yeah, daily right show. Right after last Monday. It was like Tuesday or Wednesday. So um, apparently – I'll just read this article. This is uh, after – they arrested the guy, but I'm sure it will discuss the details of the event. It says, soon after official announced the arrest of Cesar, Cesar Altieri Seiko Sayok Jr., that's quite a name, uh, who's accused of sending pipe bombs to prominent Democratic figures, cable news offered the first window into the Florida man's state of mind when they aired footage of his vehicle, a white van covered in pro-Trump and anti-media and anti-liberal imagery. That's the first look into his mind. Um, Surprise, motherfucker. Right, right. And like social media accounts that were allegedly run by Sayok, his van was a platform to show his support of Donald Trump that verged on the obsessive and to denigrate Trump's perceived opposition some of whom would receive bombs in the mail. So bombs got sent to uh, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, I think uh, Joe Biden, um, Robert De Niro, I think, got one sent to him. Um, there, was, there was a few others, a few like prominent. They're, they're putting Robert De Niro in the same category as right. Obama and Hillary. Oh, George Soros got one. Mm. I forgot about that, yeah. which, dang it. He paid for the whole and, thing. Might as well send himself one. <laughs> he's like you better make sure i get a fake one <laughs> lucas riley said uh, that extra pipe bomb was intended for the director's cut <laughs> <laughs> says the focus of sayox van was railing against trump's purported and en purportedly enemies in support of the man sayox described as a man of his word over 40 years i guess that's trump maybe according to the washington post Sayok mentioned George Soros 34 times. This is on his social media account. Uh, Barack Obama 29 times and Hillary Clinton 21 times on his Twitter feed. And many of the memes he used on Twitter made their way to his van with Sayok calling Soros a globalist, socialist, progressive Democrat. I call Soros a globalist, <laughs> socialist, progressive Democrat. Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm going to be a person to say that. Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm going to mail him pipe bombs. Well, would he that even, doesn't mean would, I'm going to mail him pipe Soros bombs. even deny that description? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretty sure he has claimed that he is yeah. all of the above. <laughs> Sayok, a registered Republican since March of 2016. So he's just recently a right. diehard Republican. This isn't like something he's well, been – It's super recent because he's got to be a, a Republican just for Trump. He's got to be a Trumpian. Right. It says, a registered Republican since March of 2016 also put statements praising Florida Republicans Rick Scott and Ron DeSantis. Oh, that I mean, that's enough right there for him to be supporting a Republican. Both running for office this year on his van. One of the memes, Sayoc used, it, by, by what they've claimed, look into the life of this guy, look into this guy's mind so to see who he really is. Do you remember that 
crazy bearded guy that they claimed was um, JFK Jr. that had the big Trump van rolling around. I don't know if I saw that. Oh, I think we discussed it for a second. Hmm. Um, Yeah, they were claiming JFK Jr. was alive and he was this caricature guy that they said looked exactly like him. His eyes, maybe, but he was rolling around in the Trump mobile. This thing was decked out. It wasn't like stickers like this. The whole thing was like a custom paint job Trump van that he drove around. Probably. (laughs) But uh, yeah, they claimed this was JFK Jr. So by by what they've claimed here, that guy is suspect in the pipe bombs, too. Mm hmm. Says one of the memes Sayok used both on his social media and his van, the swamp to be drained, list alleged scandals of the Obama administration like the existence of Black Lives Matter, the Department of Justice's Fast and Furious debacle, and Obama's illegal executive orders. Um, These appeared alongside pictures of Democratic figures like former President Barack Obama. All this is saying the guy didn't like Democrats, which there's a lot of people who don't like Democrats. Right. I don't even see anywhere where it really even talks about the case. It's just literally talking about all the – well, look at this guy. Look how big of a crazy nut job Trump Trump supporter he is. So yeah. um, this guy – and I've actually seen people post on their social media that um, this is just another thing that Trump's um, hate speech and all this has, has influenced – people like this it's like i've i still have yet to hear hate speech like direct hate speech out of donald trump's mouth maybe i just don't listen to him enough to know exactly what they're referring to when they say uh, all the hate speech and the 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 fire and hate that he he spits out of his mouth all the time mm-hmm. i mean he spits a lot of stupid things out of his mouth but i have yet to hear direct hate yeah yeah, and the the strangest thing about these pipe bombs, I mean, I've seen things showing that they're fake. Um, even, uh, let me see. Well, we'll get into the fakeness here in a minute. But the strangest thing about it is, like, who serves to gain anything from uh, doing this? Like, if it was an actual pipe bomb that was going to blow up and kill uh, Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama or George Soros, who serves to gain from that? Because... Um, these people aren't really, they're not really having any impact right now. Uh, killing them would probably just benefit the Democratic side because it's not going to make people think, oh, this guy had it all together. He knew what he was doing. He was ki- taking out the enemy, and so now we're going to vote Republican. No, they would be like, apparently Republicans are psychos. We're going to vote Democrat. Uh, I've heard yeah. a lot of not conspiracy people, very anti-conspiracy people, be like, "This is real shady," and like military people who are like, "These bombs are clearly fake. There is nothing real about these." And oh, for not a single one of them to detonate at all. Right. Yep. Terrible, like, terrible. Job. Man, he's all. He did a terrible job. If his if his job if his thought was, "I'm going to blow these people up," he failed majorly, yep. like big time. Like the Unabomber would be highly disappointed in this man right now. Um, Here, I'm not going to read this, but this is the level that we've reached. Um, Here's a headline by NBC News that says the Pittsburgh shooter, which is the other incident that happened. The Pittsburgh shooter and the pipe bomb suspect never met, but they have this thing in common. What do you think that thing is? Trump, obviously. Duh. 
Obviously, like, I mean, what it's got What could possibly make us make our like our spidey senses go off when this stuff happens? It's the fact that you try and tie them all together that every, and make it look like everybody is evil who disagrees with you and you're doing it at such a convenient time. It's just so hard to take seriously. Um, and I'm, we'll get into the shooting. I'm not saying, as always, I'm not saying that didn't happen. I can at least, at the very least, I can scoff about these pipe bombs because nobody even is alleged to have died. But um, naturalnews.com, so you know it's legit. I don't even know what this is, but uh, <laughs> their headline all is... all natural. There's nothing fake in it. Right. It's all natural. Yeah. It's homegrown, fresh fake, news. Fake, quote, pipe bomb hoax unravels as Democrats appear desperate to sway elections. Uh, the fake pipe bomb fiasco that has gripped America for at least two days is uh, rapidly unraveling as a political hoax. We now know that the so-called pipe bombs were nothing more than movie pro- than movie prop devices built in almost cartoon-like fashion. None of did they say like Acme on the side and have a giant fuse? <laughs> <laughs> they None probably of- had like a big alarm clock right in the middle of it. <laughs> None of them were functional, and they they contained no explosives. The cheap clocks taped to the pipes have no alarm functions and are incapable of triggering anything. The entire fiasco is nothing more than elaborate theater. The timing of the, quote, bombs being mailed uh, just two weeks before the election and having them mailed exclusively to Democrats smacks of attempt attempted election interference. <laughs> Funny. Uh, and an obvious false flag operation. Americans aren't fooled. In fact, the woman was photographed displaying a, quote, fake news, fake bombs sign earlier that day. Um, it's got a picture here that I can't share because I've got it up on my laptop here, but indicating that members of the public are fully aware the entire fiasco was staged for political purpose. For details of the fake pipe bombs hoax and how it it's all unraveling by the hour, watch my new CounterThink video. Wow. Wasn't that what this was supposed to be? This article was supposed to be <laughs> what you're telling me to go somewhere else to see. Uh, Infowars yeah, also. Go subscribe to my page, and I'll tell you why this is all fake. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Infowars report, uh, so you know it's legit, also says, Law enforcement confirms pipe bombs are fake. Deep state false flag confirmed. Confirmed. Uh, well, the- according to Infowars, everything is fake. So. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Except for, like, Sandy Hook. Except for... Hook. I mean, say yeah. hook. My bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the nine bombs sent to prominent Democrats and leftists appear to be fake. Uh, a possible motive is to gain votes for Democrats in the midterms while blaming Trump and Alex Jones for violence. Alex exposes the many red flags about this deep state false flag operation. And there's a, like a six second video. Blah, blah, blah. We're in a fight, brother. Um, Here's. Here's a paragraph out of that one connecting the dots between the two. The shooter – okay, do we, do you have an article about the shooter or should we just go over it really fast? Because there's really not a lot to talk about. I um, don't. I don't have much. As far as, as, far as I know, a, an, a guy shot up a, uh, a synagogue in Pittsburgh over the weekend. It was like Friday night or Saturday night uh, and – um, they're coming out saying he was an anti-Semite and a Republican and a Trump supporter and all this stuff. Well, this article here was the one that was uh, connecting the dots that they had in common. And But this paragraph here is the most frustrating of all, I'm pretty sure, because it says anti-Semitism is 
a central motivating force in the far-right ideology and ties together the strands of rage, bigotry, and conspiracy that have become more and more mainstream over the last decades in the Republican Party. Even for the Nazis, anti-Semitism was always more than just hatred of Jewish individuals. It was a sweeping ideology that connected a broad range of prejudices and grievances. For Hitler, Jews were the masterminds of the vast anti-German conspiracy. So that's saying that uh, the Republican Party is more racist than Hitler was, yep. more anti-Semite, that they just hate Jews because they're Jews. At least Hitler had a reason to hate the Jews. Donald Trump but the, is literally super Hitler. Hashtag he's super like Hitler. He's worse than him because at least they had – their reasoning was that uh, they were the masterminds of the German anti-German conspiracy. But man, these Republicans, they're just bigots and they have rage and conspiracy written all over them and it's – it's just becoming Literally so written all over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming so prominent in the Republican Party. I have yet to see anti-Semitism be that obvious in in the Republican Party because, like we've said, that's the one topic nobody will even touch on, even if they do have questions right. about it. It's it's not like you you never get a Republican nominee coming out saying, "Oh, it's got to be the Jews' fault." It's definitely the Jews. No, or even like. Hinting towards it, I haven't even really heard anything has to do the against Israeli the Jews and so on. And, uh, touch the glowing ball and uh, pledge their allegiance and all that. Like, what what are you even talking about? <laughs> I mean, we've been we've been backing Israel for century, like decades now, um, like both militarily and um, economically. I. I Maybe we just don't dig too much into politics as much as we should, but this is the I biggest think we stretch. We probably do more than most just doing this show. Yeah, this is just a giant, giant stretch here connecting anti-Semites to the bomber to Republican craziness to Trump. It's, it's like you are so stretching right now. It's yeah. this is complete garbage I, like what are your sources do you like cite your sources of this because I, I don't know where you're getting this information from yeah uh beto sent me a um what's his uh podcast again thought and conduct or... uh thought and conduct podcast yeah he sent me an article let me see if i can find it here i'm not pulling things up in screen share today because things are being too glitchy i'm afraid it'll kick us out of here but um, let me find this. He sent <laughs> he sent me a picture that just says, dude, WTF is going on. If you could look into this and see if you can find any legitimacy for it, it's like a picture of, hmm, it's not opening. It's not opening. I'm on the wrong internet. Good Lord. Okay. <sighs> You're failing miserably. You I shouldn't know. have two internet connections. They conflict with each other. Okay, so he sent me this picture, and you guys can probably look it up. Uh, it was posted on Twitter by Partisan Girl. Um, I think it's just at Partisan Girl. And it says, The flag attached to the hashtag bomb wasn't an ISIS flag. It was another flag made to look like an ISIS flag. It's literally, quote, or literally hashtag a false flag. Uh, hashtag MAGA bomber. And the. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. The image. <laughs> I mean, is this legit or did somebody make this up? I'm assuming I don't know. this is not legit, but it has like silhouettes of like 
uh, stripper girls on the top of it. It's like this... kind of like the play Playboy girls or right. whatever those like naked girls sitting on tr- when you see them on like bumper stickers on trucks and stuff yeah. like that. That's fashioned into look like some Israeli text, and then Israeli text in the circle underneath this is "Get her done." It's like I not Israel's Israeli. That'd be more oh, sure. well, <laughs> Islamic or right, right. Arabic or something. Yeah. Um. So that. There's that. Uh, if somebody wants to look into that, let me know if this is – if there's any legitimacy to these uh, – to this uh, Larry the Cable Guy uh, promo uh, attempt here. Um, of course, if they wanted it to seem like it was a, a legitimate Donald Trump supporter and not an uh, Islamic terrorist, they scored with that one if it's true. <laughs> well, I was going to say that definitely screams of um, – the stereotypical redneck Trump supporter, if it yeah. <laughs> is quoting Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, uh, Chris just commented in and said, "You guys deserve way more subs." I assume YouTube's algorithm uh, has something to do with it. Uh, when it surprised me, it apparently scans audio. Yeah, I would l- like to think that's true. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that's I'm gonna, true. I'm going to say you're right, Chris. That uh, I appreciate. Um, your blind enthusiasm. Please go out and share the show with a couple friends. Let's 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 fight these algorithms because they have to be the reason why we have so few subs. Uh, it could also be because we haven't been doing this uh, these live broadcasts for very long. So I would encourage everybody to go out and share the show around. Um, we are planning on uh, within the next week or two. I'm looking into ways to have this broadcast out to a bunch of different platforms like Facebook Live, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, Periscope and everything all at once. Uh, I've been meaning to do that and keep putting it off, but hopefully that'll help us kick up the numbers in here a little bit. But either way, we appreciate all several of you for being here during the live stream. We get a lot more downloads after the fact, but the point of a live stream is to be live together and uh, converse with one another instead of just listening to stupid people ramble about things they know nothing about in the aftermath. Nathan says, I blame mm-hmm. Craig. His salary is nuts. We, we could we could use that money toward paid ads. <laughs> I literally got, um, I think you sent me $18 yeah. for a year and a half contract <laughs> for this gig. It's true. It's true. Um, and now you have the, the RSS feed link, so you don't even have to re-up. But that's true. That's uh, true. while we're on the topic of that, if you want to be a part of the after party that we're going to jump into in about a half an hour, uh, go sign up for the Downers Club at patreon.com forward slash the system is down. Uh, only one dollar gets you into the live feed of that right after this this broadcast. And we're going to be talking about more fun, laid back stuff. And you can call in and be a part of the entire conversation. But uh, only one dollar. If you're tuning in live, if you're listening in the aftermath, it jumps back up to the normal five dollars. So. Be there or regret every second of your life after. Uh, Chris says, Tim Poole mentioned it in one of his recent vids on censorship. Um, Guessing okay. he's talking about uh, YouTube algorithm, algorithms and yeah. stuff like that. Which There, there definitely I are definitely YouTube algorithms. I don't necessarily think that we're big enough for people to – or for YouTube to give a crap at this point. I know I have yeah. plenty of friends who are getting hit by YouTube, and that's why I want to get – to stray away from YouTube before it becomes a crutch that can be pulled out from underneath us in the future. But, yeah. Uh, Chris asked about PayPal. It's not PayPal. Just go to patreon.com forward slash systems down. You can use credit card and all that. It might have a PayPal option in there, too. Anyway. I'm sure it does. I, um, here's an op-ed from the New York Times kind of discussing all of the mention. It's called uh, The Hate Poisoning America. 
So this is going to discuss everything that's going on right now. Okay. And what, why, why there's so much hate right now. I don't Says, feel what is go- like I am currently dressed for the occasion and qualified to talk about the hate in America. I could be wrong. <clears throat> Says, what is going on in this country? Can't we be safe in our homes, in our schools, or in our most sacred places? Once again, Americans are left that left to ask each other these sort of questions after a gunman burst into the Tree of Life synagogue in Pittsburgh on the Jewish Jewish Sabbath and opened fire on families in the contemplation of their faith. Armed with a semi-automatic rifle and three handguns, he killed 11 people and wounded six more, including four police officers. Jews must die, he was said to have shouted. I mean, if this is actually legit, which I haven't seen anything saying that it's not legit, but um, if it is, this guy, he's not a Trump supporter. He's not a diehard Republican. And the guy's just a freaking asshole. Yep. That's that's all that it comes down to. It doesn't matter as a, what his faith is. Right. It's the same as like uh, my conversation with the occultist witch, Lelikin Skathich, uh this morning that came out. Um, he's like, I asked him about satanic ritual abuse and all that. He's like, if you're committing a crime, you're a criminal. If people yeah, are doing it in mass under like in like ma- mass quantities under a name, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what that faith believes. And people, he he says that people aren't doing it in mass. Just like there are plenty of Christians and Jews who have committed terrorist acts and mm-hmm. done terrible things, probably claim to be Christians who shot up this synagogue. That doesn't mean that Christians are terrorists. It doesn't mean right. that Trump supporters are terrorists either. <laughs> right, and like. Like I said, um, yes, I guess you could pinpoint or connect the dots that he was a diehard right-winger, but that has nothing to do with this. He was just a demented asshole who just wanted to shoot people, who hated people, and I lay no claim to this guy whatsoever. Even if he's the same faith as me, the same political uh, support as me, which I highly doubt because I don't really support anything politically, but the guy's just an asshole. So it goes on to say the attack came a day after a man was arrested in Florida for mailing pipe bombs to politicians and journalists across the country. In both cases, the suspects had nourished their animus online on social media platforms where they could easily connect with people who shared their hatreds. So shut down social media if, right, if right. that's your problem. Just shut it all down. <laughs> they're they're saying like, that this guy uh, sucks because he was able to get online. It's insane. He was able to get online and find people who think the same way as he does. What about people on the left who are hateful and get online and right. like converse with hateful people, people or, or people online who converse with not hateful people? Yes, you're going to – no matter where you go, if you have freedom of speech, you're going to be allowed to know that somebody else has the same ignorant thoughts as you do. Point in case, Next, the system goes down. on to say, <laughs> violent crime remains at a historic low across the United States, but various – But by various indexes – I think it's supposed to be indices, isn't it? But by various indexes, hate appears to be on the rise. Over the past two years, anti-Semitic attacks have more than doubled. I haven't really heard about these, but uh, according to the Anti-Defamation League – Are are they qualifying attacks? Are they saying like – somebody saying – you know, I, I wonder if the Holocaust was real or not. Are, are they considering that as anti Semitic attacks or not? I don't know. It just says um, over the past two years, anti Semitic attacks have been have more than doubled, according to the Anti Defamation League, which says it believes Saturday's attack was the deadliest against Jews in American history. Can they say Jews? <laughs> yeah. 
It says, after the attack on the Tree of Life, Rabbi Marvin Heer, the founder and dean of Simon Weisenthal Center, told the Times, I'm afraid to say that we may be at the beginning of what has happened to Europe, the consistent anti-Semitic attacks. I don't I don't believe it. I don't buy it. Maybe I'm naive, naive and maybe I'm really gullible, but I don't believe we're seeing the rise of anti-Semitic attacks. I think we're seeing the rise of overplayed attacks, over-media-hyped attacks, but I don't think there's more than there was 20 years ago. I don't think there's more school shootings than there was 20 years ago. I think there's the 24-hour more. I mean, it, it sounds stupid to say, but there's more than 24-hour media coverage now with yeah. the internet and Facebook and stuff like that. It's just constantly smashed and smushed into your face, more so than 10 years ago, CNN and the 24-hour news cycle was smashing in your face. Which now is it's ridiculous just ridiculous enough. <laughs> yeah, now it's just overly saturated. Goes on to say, if it is not nipped in the bud, he said in a remark that should be made every American should make every American pause and think. He says, I am afraid the worst is yet to come. Anti-Semitic claims have acquired new energy online to the point that Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook, recently cited that the Holocaust or cited one that the that the Holocaust never actually happened as an example of offensive but good faith argument on a social media platform. I think there are things that t different people get wrong, Zuckerberg said in an interview. I don't think they're intentionally getting it wrong. He subsequently clarified that he, is, he absolutely didn't intend to defend the intent of people who deny that within living memory, Hitler's Germany killed six million Jews as part of a systematic campaign to kill them all. So now, yeah, now they're slamming on Zuckerberg for making his claims again, yeah. bringing that into this. Um, suspect in the Pittsburgh killing, Robert Bowers, had found a home for his hate on Gab, a new social network that bills itself as a guardian of free speech, unlike somewhat less permissive platforms like Twitter. There, his online biography read, Jews are the children of Satan. <laughs> I mean, of to be blunt... Is. Yeah. I mean, every every shooter has that as their um, main profile biography. I mean, I, nothing suspicious here. Yeah. A statement of personal values that he evidently expected to earn him, not opprobrium, but followers. Long anti-Semitism, anti-black hatred appears to be rising. It has been expressed Recently, not only in incidents in which white Americans have harassed black Americans for gardening, coming home, swimming, working, or campaigning for public office, but in deadly attacks like the ones Who's by a bigot who gardening? shot two black people. Uh, I mean, there's been there's been stupid white people out there like who have called police on recently on black guys who were out like gardening because <laughs> for whatever reason they thought they were breaking in. Stupid I mean, that's just another. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to get rid of I stupid didn't even people. I about this crap. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen it in passing. Um, it says, what, uh, white bigot who shot two black people at Kentucky grocery store last week after he tried but failed to enter a black church. So, I'm just going to leave that one alone. So, yeah. And time again, Americans have seen videos of nativist so okay i can't leave it alone <laughs> <laughs> so the guy shot and killed two black people last week I, again i didn't hear about this how did we miss this the same guy? after 
No, this somebody else said last week a bigot shot and killed two black people at a Kentucky grocery store last week after he tried but failed to enter a black church. So he wasn't allowed into the black church. Okay. Is that what I'm That's getting what out of this? Like, yeah. Um, like, did, did he not know how black doorknobs work? <laughs> I don't I don't know. He tried and failed to enter the church. Well, it sounds like he was stopped from entering and then got right. pissed off and went and killed two black people, which, wow, that, I mean. That's quite the, an extreme. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's obviously justified. It's like, oh, somebody stopped you from going here, so let's kill two random black people that have nothing to do with it. But that brings me back to the point of, can you imagine if a black guy was stopped from entering a white church? That's true. Uh, there would be a lot more people outraged about it. Um, same with the cultural appropriation stuff. Like Megyn Kelly said, uh, it's bad for a black guy to wear a white face and a white guy to wear a black face. But White Chicks was a movie, and that was totally fine. Um and would anybody really be that outraged if a black guy wore white makeup? Um, probably not. I don't know, but uh, yeah. Why wasn't uh, why didn't we hear anything about the shooting uh, by racist guy who wasn't allowed to go praise Jesus in the most holy of ways? Um, mm -hmm. And why wasn't there a gigantic outrage and outcry and report on him not being allowed to attend the black church? But it it just seems like they're cherry picking the most obvious um, racist acts and throwing them into this narrative here. But they're missing the whole spectrum of crimes that are probably happening in the world right now. Um, white on white, black on white, white on black. Uh, black they're on they're black. just picking the they're picking the ones that fit this narrative here yeah. and claiming that hate is on the rise. No, just stupid people are on the rise in my opinion yeah there's and maybe not even on the rise it's just stupid people are getting more credit than they should be getting yeah and we, they're we just care more all of a sudden it's not even like we care about the deaths we care about the shooters more than we care about the people who die we care about the outrage yes. yeah we care about the outrage of it we care about and it's all it all becomes political too both sides are guilty of the same exact freaking thing. If something works yeah. in your favor, you jump on it as quickly as you possibly can and spin it uh, a little bit or all the way so that it fits your narrative. If a school shooting happens, um, you know the the left will jump onto it and use it as a let's get rid of guns thing, and the right will jump onto it and use it as a we need more guns thing. Like everybody uses everything for their agenda, so none of it, none of it. None of the opinions matter. All that matters is the frickin' facts. And uh, I, I'm kind of, I was kind of holding off on the shooting thing because I really don't like to jump, <laughs> jump the gun on uh, things to do with shootings and potential false flags and crap like that. Uh, whether you guys believe it or not, I like to wait and see if somebody else can do my homework for me um, on both sides and weigh both options and. Uh, come to a conclusion later on so maybe next week i'll be able to weigh in on it more but right now um if if people did indeed die which i have no reason to think that they didn't then that mm -hmm. really fucking sucks and the guy who did right. it is a probably a racist ass well he's definitely an asshole he's probably a racist asshole if he actually shouted those things nathan questioned me said you'd really craig you really don't believe that there are 
you really don't believe that there are more school shootings per year than there were before 1995? I don't know. I'm not claiming numbers at all. I don't have facts. I don't know facts. But I, yeah. I'm just saying there are there were shootings 20 years ago. There are shootings today. They were not as publicized 25, 30 years ago as they are today. Yeah. Sure, there might be more school shootings now. Or we might just be hearing about it a lot more now. I don't know. I do know that that they happen, but I don't know. I'm yeah. not I, like I said. I'm not a factual person, but Nathan, I do know the, that for the facts. Check with uh, Ryan Beckenbaugh because we did our uh, our um, our tripartisan triggering episode on school shootings a while back and guns and stuff, mm-hmm. and he was like the most like the, the the stats actually aren't that high, and like they haven't grown as exponentially in like amounts. Uh, as we are told that they are, he, the the Democrat in the conversation, was saying this isn't as big of a crisis as we're making it out to be. Mm-hmm. It sucks, and it is a crisis, but it's not like uh, school shooting numbers have like skyrocketed since Donald Trump mm-hmm. got elected, like they make try to make it sound like. No, and like this article said, violent, like violent crimes are de- at an all time low right now, right? But hate is higher, is at an all time high. How do you quantify it's like that hate? doesn't line up? <laughs> yeah, well that does how does that even line up? It's like if you'd think excessive hate would perpetuate excessive crime or excessive right. violence. If violence is down, you would think or is there just more closeted hateful people now that that are just like, "Ooh, I don't like him, so I'm just going to not do anything about it." It's like how do you like you said, how do you quantify hate unless they're acting out on it if right. there's nothing acted out then how are you even how are you even making these claims if you're making these claims based on trolls on the internet running their mouth that's just because these people are given a platform to run their mouth they, we sure are. they were they were there <laughs> yeah they were there 50 years ago you had more races 50 years ago than you have now they just didn't weren't given a soapbox to stand on publicly and proclaim to 20 million people or however many people are on these platforms that, hey, I I really don't like these black people or these Jews. They were still there saying all this. They were just doing it on their front porch with a shotgun in their lap. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that did not not get out to the mainstream media nearly as much as it does now because we didn't have a person across the street from them on their front porch with a shotgun and whatever, a southern flag saying, uh, shouting, um, well, we didn't have the, the, the people are still there. They're probably still on the front porch, but, uh, they're, they're concerned about the next door neighbor who has, uh, a camera on their phone and a camera mm-hmm. on their front porch and cameras everywhere. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's more evident now for sure. But, right. uh, I think we need to take a quick break. It is 8.06. We'll be back to conclude this episode of the anti-news shortly after that. And, uh, I, I think we could do a short break. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, let's okay. do a short break. Okay, we'll do like maybe five minutes. Um, so everybody, if you're listening, if you're just now tuning in, which I see a couple people are, uh, go grab your drinks, grab your smokes, grab a friend, most importantly, bring them back in for the conclusion of the anti-news, and we'll cover another story or two right after this short intermission. Stick grab around. Grab several friends. Grab many friends. Yes, and grab your phones and call in to 309-716-3818, and we'll be right back. After this. Hi, this is Ole Langwood from Light and Conspiracies, and you are watching Anti News Live. 
somebody use the N-word on this show, it is not okay. It is not okay, Charles Kaiser. I respect you. I enjoy having you on as a guest, but uh, not okay. By the way, I've never heard of this, so there's that. Take a break. And now it's time for that part of the show where we give a big thank you and a shout out to all the beautiful men and women who support this show with their hard-earned and much appreciated dollars. We could not do this without you. If you would like to increase the value of your life and get your name on this list, just go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and join the Downers Club. I'm done, I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You Satanists want to sacrifice the West. You want to kill the beautiful goddess that is the west you people are enemies and we're gonna get your asses and we know what you're up to and we're coming for you so I'm, i've had enough of these people okay so i've been containing this for the last week that's why i've been in here sweating getting pissed because i, I can't handle it anymore. hey this is toby from bad christian and you're watching anti-news Hey, this is Toby from Bad. Hey, this is Toby from Bad Christian, and you're, you're watching, watching Anti News. What a delightful pee I did take. Quite a delight. I skip my pee for the people. Hmm, you are truly a gentleman and a scholar. Mm-hmm. 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 So, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, and dogs and cats and everything in between. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show with another story, possibly two, if we can come up with two. And then after that, we're going to jump over into the after party, which is for anybody uh, who is in the Downers Club at the $1 or more level. One $1 gets you the extended episode live. And if you uh, want to give $5, you'll be able to listen to it later on if you're too sleepy after that. Uh, Nathan Sipes said, you welcome dogs? Good question. Dogs are literally super Hitler. All right. Craig, you got any other, <laughs> you got any other stories for this evening? I do. I got a, I got a doozy. Um, I want to get a little off the um, heavy-heartedness that we've been in lately. And... Um, one of my um, favorite phenomenon, phenomen, phenomenon, phenomena, phenomenons, phen, phen, phenomenon, feminists, now because phenomenists because of social media, because none of this ever happened pre-social media, not to this extent. It's kind of like what we were talking about um, the over-glorified shootings and stuff like that. But another thing that is just seriously overplayed due to social media is celebrity feuds. You think? I mean, we never heard anything about them unless they, like, made a, uh, what's it called? A diss track to each other. Yeah, like Biggie and Tupac back in the day or something. So this is by far my favorite thing that I've read on the internet probably this year. 50 Cent, apparently 50 Cent and Ja Rule have a feud going on. Sorry, I had you turn down. Repeat everything. So uh, yeah, phenomena, phenomenon. I sound yep. like a freaking psychopath because you were saying nothing from what they could hear, <laughs> and I was just saying gibberish nonsense. You just rambling. <laughs> what I what I was saying was my favorite phenomenon 
because of social media now, which is overly hyped, same as, as, as shootings and stuff like that, it's way, way overplayed. And the only reason it exists now is because of social media is the concept of celebrity feuds, not not uh-huh. family feud, but celebrity feuds. Yes. Um, the the most recent one, and this is currently my favorite uh, headline of the year, is uh, because I wasn't aware until today that 50 Cent and Ja Rule are currently in a feud. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise 50 me 50 Cent any, is in either. Eminem's camp. Ja Rule is uh, in ja Rule's was camp. taken down by Eminem, quote-unquote, uh, back All in right. the day of their diss track battle. So this headline is on Fox News, um, but it says 50 Cent buys 200 seats at Ja Rule concert just to keep them empty in an ongoing feud. <laughs> does it get more petty than that? Really? <laughs> That's similar to uh, what we heard Bernie Sanders was doing at uh, Donald Trump rallies leading up to the election. Not, I mean, including a Donald Trump rally that you and I went to still not Trump supporters. Don't freak out because I'm wearing white and blackface. Who knows? But, uh, Craig and I did try to go to a Trump rally and we just to see what was going on. And we were like, we drove like 45 minutes to get there, stood in like literally negative 10 degree weather, freezing our asses off. My hands were blue by the time we got up to the door and they said, you gotta go. Um, all the tickets were free and supposedly this is what they say. Uh, Bernie Sanders camp went and they would get all the tickets uh, since they were free. They would sign up for all the spots so to try and bring down the numbers. So they would have to push the numbers out like an extra 500 just to make sure that they were able to fill out the arena that they had booked and people still be. So they would overbook the tickets because supposedly because that. Well, yeah, this here. Apparently, that's exactly what um, 50 Cent did or 50 Cent. My bad. Uh Rapper 50 Cent has taken his feud with fellow rapper Ja Rule to a new level. The star claims to have purchased 200 seats close to the stage, so not even like nosebleeds, like the, the front the front right. seats, um, <laughs> to, close to the stage of his rival's upcoming show. Ja Rule is playing a show in Arlington, Texas on November 9th. 50 Cent, in a since-deleted Instagram post, claimed to have bought 200 seats to the show just for the purpose of keeping them empty. He also made fun of Ja Rule's low ticket price of fifteen dollars. Why? Why would you make fun of that? Who? If, if the guy's nice enough to sell his tickets at fifteen bucks, then let him do it. Mm-hmm. Don't give him. Don't give him shit for giving us cheap tickets. Right. Not that I want to go see Ja Rule, but you know, that's one of the least things you should be making fun of him for. You remember those really big hits that Ja Rule has put out in the last ten years? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all of the hits. <laughs> I didn't even know Ja Rule was still playing music. I didn't either until this article. Says 50 Cent says, um, to be people fair, think I didn't I'm, know 50 Cent was either, but that's just me. Um, his caption said on his Instagram post, people think I'm mean, so go see this. 15 bucks? Wait, what do I do now? LOL. He reportedly later commented, I just bought 200 seats in the front row so they can be empty. LOL. I'm glad he's laughing out loud so much. Uh-huh. The, be- the beef between... The beef between the two Queens native – I thought I was calling them the two Queens. The two Queens native rappers goes back decades, as Vulture reports, turned violent at some points, while they've mostly been peaceful throughout the most recent years. 50 or 50 – is it 50? Because it's 50. just 5-0. It's but it's just 5-0. Don't so care. Get it right. 50 seems to have reignited the feud with his latest ticket caper. <laughs> oh, that dirty ticket caper. <laughs> 
to so, add. So yeah, insult- he he spent like three thousand dollars on huh. Ja Rule's show. It's like right. it, there's a part of me that's like that's funny. Uh, fifty fifty cent uh, troll Ja Rule, and it was brilliant and great and beautiful. But there's another part of me that's like he gave him all the money he was asking for to have those seats mm-hmm. filled. So who cares? I mean, it would yeah, be awkward, mean, he- but he could just say everybody come forward a couple rows. Right. I know a lot of. I know some uh, big-name artists won't sell out their front rows, and they'll just have people come down to the front row. Yeah. Like, just invite some of the, the people in the back to the front row because he's like, these are the people that actually want to be right. up here, not the rich people that spend $250 for a ticket. Sit there and um, swill gin through their monocles watching the latest Ja Rule concert. <laughs> <laughs> to add insult to injury. does make a great point. I would have quoted. I would have snootily quoted some Ja Rule lyrics, but I don't know any, so I can't really do that. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, I got nothing, nothing against Ja Rule because I don't know anything that he does. (laughs) Um, To add insult to injury, Fifty Cent has been using his Instagram to taunt Ja Rule ever since the story broke. "Quote unquote." LOL, at $15 a pop, you can't lose. I got 200 tickets for three bands, he wrote over an image of the two. He also shared a doctor... What if he like, gave those tickets away to a bunch of 50 Cent fans, and they all wore 50 Cent shirts, and he gave them all shirts, and they showed up so that he couldn't fill in those spots with other people? And you would have right. to just sit there and watch all these trolls, like 200 trolls in the front row of your concert. That'd like, be the way to really do it. you really think 50 Cent fans are really really care that much they i mean hell they get free tickets to a jaw rule show i mean are they as petty as 50 cent i mean you'd have Who to cares? pretty they much would, they pay would, people they to would be show petty. up they would show up and uh like if he said you have to do this uh, and you have to agree to this uh to show up in this shirt people would do it of course they'd do it they'd probably pay to do it they would pay him to be a troll at jaw rules show they would pay him way more than 15 bucks to be a part mm-hmm. of his army oh yeah Says um, he also shared a doctored image of himself sitting in a seat or in a sea of empty seats, as well as a video of a previous Ja Rule concert spliced with footage of a slew of empty seats. <laughs> this is what y'all was rocking to before I came out. He wrote in the caption of a photo of a young Ja Rule. Now you owe me big time, and don't ever forget it. It's like re- seriously. Does it get more petty than this? I mean, how old is Fifty Cent now that he's playing this stupid like high school? This I don't is care. Like, is it stupid? This is yeah. Like Taylor is it Swift line stuff. Is it entertaining? That's all that matters. I mean, his whole life is just muttering things into a microphone. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't really care about the pettiness. I'm totally fine with it. He's not doing any damage. He's just making things more entertaining. It's like the Eminem and MGK back and forth thing. It's like, are you being petty? Yeah. Do am I going to keep tuning in because I find it really entertaining? Yeah. Let's let's. Let's give all baseball players steroids and see how much more entertaining it becomes. Why would we not? Let's. This is entertainment for F's sake. Like we're in America, keep it going. <laughs> what he's kind of stooped to the uh, Miley Cyrus, Nicki Minaj low of of feuds here. It's it's just really bizarre. The level that a forty three year old man, very very successful man, mind you. I would you. say that I don't know about the Miley Cyrus, Nicki Minaj. Oh feud. really? But that would make you feel the need to tell me what it is. So I'm just gonna say, yeah, I totally get it. That was all. It was so. Um, that was all overly. It was like a big act because there was there was an award ceremony I'd seen where I didn't see uh, Miley Cyrus's 
thing, but apparently she snubbed Cardi or not Cardi B. Why I'm getting my divas mixed up now. Um, she snubbed Nicki Minaj somehow. Well, on the thing, Nicki Minaj like clearly overly acted this like comment about um Miley Cyrus and like yeah. confronts her from the stage. She's just like just like Miley Cyrus and gave this like look to the camera and just like clearly staged. Why would Nicki Minaj be feuding with Miley Cyrus? They're completely different know. genres. I don't know. <laughs> well, genres are just becoming a blur now. I mean, Taylor Swift oh, like pretty much raps now and she was country what 4 years ago? Yeah. Uh, Nathan Sipes just said, uh, wait, Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly had a feud. Nathan, screw you, because this is clearly your first listening to the ep- the to the anti-news. <laughs> you talked about that <laughs> for like four weeks straight. I did, and it was great, and I loved it. And people actually uh, chimed in on those conversations, as mundane as they were. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much all that article. I just found it hilarious that, I mean, the whole thing, even whether he did or not, I hope he did actually do that because that's hilarious to me that somebody would actually buy 200 tickets front row tickets just to stick it to uh jaw rule (laughs) yeah yeah um i enjoy it It would have been great if uh oh nathan just commented again and said i said megan kelly bitch uh he said that eminem had a feud with megan kelly Uh, oh gotcha funny 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 uh good dad humor uh trenton cable says taylor swift is pay (laughs) Uh, well, that's cool. I get Lucas Riley comments. You mean Tadolf Swift, Swiftler? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is white, so she must be Hitler. That's right. Anyway, well, it, uh, it is 824, which means we've got about five minutes left. Do you have any other short articles? Oh, we've got a call incoming here, so I'm going to take that. Bye, Craig. Hello, 6846. Who are we talking to? Uh, this is Nathan. Nathan, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. Good. Did you did you have something to weigh in with? Uh, yeah, I felt bad that uh, nobody had called in. <laughs> it's all right. We're pretty accustomed to it around here. But did you have what? What did you want to talk about? Um, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you might be incriminating yourself uh, because you're telling people that we know each other personally, which could be detrimental on this on the show. That's right. Is this supposed to be anonymous? Uh, it doesn't have to be unless unless you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my cell number, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> okay. I wondered why you never responded to my text. <laughs> Yeah, do you have any uh, any comments on anything that's that's come up so far? Do you just want to call in and tell me you love me. I love you too. That was pretty much it. I, uh, <laughs> You're alone in a hotel room and drunk right now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm drunk on SoCo. <laughs> well, cool. That's that's uh, what we're here to do. So, uh, Lucas Riley just says Nathan called in. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's. That's the excitement of our, our conversations around here. Somebody call it in. Holy yeah. shit. It's Nathan. Wow. <laughs> I just figured I'd, you know, uh, pop, the, pop the cork on it. Yeah. Well, Nathan, if you're not busy later on, in uh, about uh, 10 minutes, we're going to be in the after party. And okay, I'm you can, married. I you just, can just drunkenly not, join the whole conversation at that point and just say whatever you want to say. Perfect. All right. Well, I'll talk to you then, unless you had anything else. Well, 
Um, no, that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. Well, I'll I'll see you in the after party. Yeah, I'll see you there. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. Well, that was Nathan. Nathan Sipes. When is... I heard of that, I heard little bits because of the delay. Uh-huh. That was the most boring call-in I've ever heard. <laughs> he said he was calling in uh, just because he felt bad that nobody had called in. And he well, sounds, I, I he appreciate like he's had a few drinks. I know Nathan after a few drinks. Nathan and I go way back. And I kissed Nathan on the mouth at his, uh, at his wedding. And I was in his wedding party. So we know each other pretty well. You, so you were in the wedding and you kissed him on the mouth. Was he marrying you? That secretly? story will be in the after party. And Nathan will be there. So, if you want to be a part of that, join the Downers Club by going to patreon.com forward slash the system is down. And for only a dollar a month, or only a dollar right now, you can be in the after party as it airs live. Um, did you have any one more short, uh, no, short um, article? I don't got any short ones. Only no. do, I, I realized today that, well, for those of you who have been listening since this was a patron only show, before it was broadcast live for the whole public, uh, we used to do the fake news uh, reports where Craig and I would come up with just, we would try to combine all the stories that we talked about into one big fake news article and uh, play off of that. And it usually ended up sounding way more realistic than the actual news headlines. So mm-hmm. we can do yeah, that. I forgot about the fake news. I, I that's too. a part of us that has been lost throughout the whole us trying to make this a more professional environment we've kind of lost the fake news report don conduct just weighed in and said uh big news trump impeachment class offered again at san diego state is that the fake news report uh could i tell you uh beto Send us some links, and we'll have to report on it in the future. We don't do breaking news. We barely do week old news around here. So, mm-hmm. uh, Craig, did you have a fake news story to? to oh, you're share? putting me on the spot, man. You're putting me on the spot. Indeed. Um. Well, we all know about this this spewing of hatred that Trump has been. Spewing, of course, obviously, yes, he does. because because he's a Republican, because he's a spewer. And you did hear his recent um, claims about people of the Jewish faith. I did not. Well, Do tell you you remember his um, anti-Muslim law that he passed, where he deported all the Muslims. You remember that? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when he became president, he passed that law. Of course, yeah. Um, so he's he's upped his ante, he's upped his game. And, you know, so realistically, you do know that he came out supporting Jerusalem and Israel, Jerusalem as the, um, the uh, capital of Israel or whatever. Of course. And um, obviously that was purely anti-Semitism. On his part. Of course. The reason we, he did that was to, to set the stage for this mass exodus, no pun intended, mass <laughs> exodus of the Jews, because he is um, he has made an executive— It's going to be like 40 years, something like that? Yeah, something like that, okay. roughly. Um, actually, he's, he's saying for 40 days. He, he's In 40 days, oh. he's going to um, 
All he's going to do better than God. He's going to beat God's record for exoduses. Exactly. (laughs) Or exodus. The people of Jewish faith. If you claim to be of Jewish faith, um, he's got this promised land for you over in Israel, where you can go live freely all you want, because he's shipping you all over there. That's why he (laughs) opened. He opened this whole thing up. And he's doing you a favor. Yeah, this is this has been his end game all along. He's gonna uh, round up because the the Muslim deportation was just a trial run because there's far less Muslims in the country. So um, as anti-Semitism is on the rise, he thinks it's only best for the country that and for the people of Jewish origins that he gathers them all up collectively and massively chips them back to their country that we created for them yeah. we made this for this is our we are gifting this to them not unlike um what was it liberia that we kind of set up for to send or somebody set up to send african americans back to yeah. after slavery under, ended which that ended so well clearly <laughs> um because people who haven't lived in africa for probably centuries would love to go back there and be part of that. They weren't from there. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, um, we have this whole safe haven set up, which, I mean, conspiracy theorists are claiming that he's just wanting them to all get in one spot so there can be a false flag nuke attack on of course, the country of Israel, which would by far eliminate all the Jewish people of course. off the pace. So he would, he would single-handedly beat Hitler's record in 40 days. Wow. That was really dark and yeah. straight off the top of my head. I don't know where that came from. I uh, don't feel like I want to weigh in on this given my current <laughs> get up here. Um, oh, goodness. Nathan, the person who just called in, who's one of my best friends, if not my be the best friend, my bae, uh, your BFF. He's, a, he's got a little bit of Jewiness in him. He's Judeo-Christian, and uh, if you saw him on the street, <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised he wasn't wearing a yarmulke. Let's just say that. But uh, also, Mark <laughs> Claire, it's been nice knowing you. We'll see you on the other side, uh, or we won't. Goy as we are. Anyway, um, so my uh, my fake news story, if you're just now tuning in, I apologize for whatever that was. That's what Craig found on the news art, the news <laughs> sites that he I mean, that's, a, that's legitimate site. Legitimate <laughs> news. Right, that was obviously from Fox News. Uh, of course, obviously. Um, so what else did we talk about tonight? The pipe bombs, the uh, – um, well, the shooting. What was the first thing? Oh, Megyn Kelly in blackface. So did you hear about Megyn Kelly? Let me stop you really quick. Uh huh. You're never going to pass your fake news stories as real because if you go back and listen to each episode where we did fake news stories, every single one of yours starts with, did you hear about – or did you hear <laughs> the one about – I'm getting there. Okay. All right. <laughs> Keep going. Also, I'm kind of hoping that they don't pass as real news because in the day where – like just tonight, you the first story that you looked up – was fake news. It was an actual. It was like an actual story that they made this racist spin on, and you believed it for a good while. So just so everybody knows, this is fake news. We're saying it's fake news. We're not lying. We're not trying to convince you of anything. This is a fun little game that we like to have and piss people off. Should flash up a sign at the bottom in case people tune in a little late. Fake flash up news. Fake, fake news. news. <laughs> 
<laughs> we know. We know it is. Uh, now you derailed my thought that I, that had barely formed. You aborted my infant thought. Um, it was just, just a clump of cells of a thought. Um, so, uh, did you hear about Megyn Kelly? <laughs> There you go again. Did, did you? Did you though? No, I, I, I haven't heard the most recent. She recently was removed from NBC. Uh, she was fired. She still gets her sixty-nine million dollar contract with NBC to do nothing if she so chooses. But she's choosing to make a comeback. And guess what network network she's coming back on? Uh, MSNBC? Trump News Network, uh, of course. Oh, obviously. She's going to be the African-American weather correspondent for the morning news. She's going to be showing up every single week in blackface on Trump News Network. Uh, just to, to do the weather? People, just to remind people, uh, just so you know, I can get away with this. And also, it's going to be a little bit rainy today. <laughs> it's going to be blustery in more ways than that one. <clears throat> The sky is going to be a little dark today, not unlike my face. <laughs> yes, the sky is going to be pitch black and uh, not supremely white like it was yesterday. Um, we're getting some supreme. We're, we're predicting some supremely white flurries. Uh, every single thing on the Trump News Network has to have like sure. a little bit of a racist spin on it. Like, even if you're just talking about the weather, it's got to be something about. We're gonna have a. It? We're gonna have a beautiful, beautiful white snowy day. Perfect. Some unwanted white, weather day. is migrating across the border. <laughs> some darker, angry, bitter Democratic weather is coming over the border. Uh, and it's all because of uh, the Democrats and their climate control. So there's that. There's that. Tune in to uh, Machine Gun Megyn Kelly and her her new spot on either Fox News or Trump Network. I don't remember. Uh, Nathan Sipes comments in. I'm sure this will be great. I can't read it. It is great. This format it. sucks. Oh. Uh <laughs> You're using white font with your white clothes, is what he, he's up in it. No, not not the tsidpod.com, the website link right in the bottom corner. It is very <laughs> oh, whitewashed out, very whitewashed like your face. Let me, let me move over here. So other side, go the other way. See, go the other way. What's going on? Oh, here? sorry, that's the wrong way. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to hear more, please go to tsidpod. <laughs> dot com uh, every monday morning for uh actual interviews and conversations with people that we disagree with this morning was the continuation of my conversation with occultist witch lalekin scathich and next week will be who knows i haven't decided yet i've got a couple on the docket but uh, i'm always, really terrified because because i was actually intrigued by the man's comment so i feel like i might i'm like scared i might have a change of heart because I allowed my ears to yep. to perceive something that a, a professed witch would be saying. I yep. mean, I, I as soon as I started feeling slightly interested, I instantly shut the, sh <laughs> the show off so I wouldn't be converted. What's funny is my wife uh, was listening to both episodes earlier today, and she was like, you know, and she barely ever listened to the show, uh, whatever. But she was like, you know, it's just not that sexy. It's not that, like... 
he's basically saying things, and this is what I told her the night that I talked to him. Like, I agree with most of what he says, except for the source. I know. Like, right. <laughs> most of the things he says, yeah, you're you're not far off. But we're especially as like we were both raised fundamentalist Christians, and we're like, well, if you believe that way, then we need to witness to you, and we need to debate you into the kingdom, and you are clearly mm-hmm. uh, a baby murdering psychopath. I guess that wasn't in there. That came with more of the conspiracy stuff. But the guy makes a lot of sense, and he was a great, great chat, a lot of fun to talk to. But um, I don't remember where I was going with this. Uh, something about getting us the hell out of here. So oh, I did uh, Animus Channel. Not sure who that is, but he chimed in. This is the first time I've seen him chime in. He's UK it. guys. He says, Lelikin makes everyone want to be more reasonable about things. It's true. It's absolutely true that – and it's sad that yeah. a professed – what we would – what our family, not us personally, but our family would perceive as blatant evil, that I mean, he's the, the reasonable one. Hellbound heathen. <laughs> he's – yeah. He's the reasonable one here out of most – over most fundamentalist Christians that we've ever – um, talked to or conversed with this guy is far more reasonable in communication with other beliefs he's, he's with not, other religions he's not demonizing pun intended people who disagree with him and that's the whole mm-hmm. point of this show like we have differing beliefs uh craig and i probably have different differing beliefs let alone me and ken but uh yeah we can all chat with each other we can all have conversation we can all try and figure this thing out together um, I know that uh, a lot of people in my sphere would say that that's a wishy-washy Christian, but I've had my ups and downs with Christianity, my ins and outs, my doubts and everything, and the least, the least I can do is listen to the words and the story of somebody who has gone through a different path in life, completely different, looked into different things, is way, way more educated on things than I am, and say, huh, that's interesting, Let like, I, I am so glad that I talked to you because I had these crazy thoughts before. And sure, I'm not saying that uh, satanic ritual abuse doesn't exist. I'm not saying there aren't evil witches. I'm not saying there aren't evil Christians. I'm saying, hey, let's talk about this. And Ken is not my enemy uh, at the very least. Right. I mean, how many stories have you heard about um, people who have died because of exorcisms, like Christian right. and Catholic exorcisms? And it's no different to me than a Satanist performing a ritual sacrifice right. or murder or well, we drinking at, baby uh, blood or whatever. We, we look at movies like The Exorcism of Emily Rose where she's possessed by a demon and this priest comes in and he says we're not doing uh, – we're not using well, – the whole thing is like a court case because he didn't get her medication and stuff. He was trying to get mm-hmm. the demon out of her um, yeah. and then she dies and that whole movie – it's like, it's like. Well, she definitely had a demon. There's no debating that. It's just whether or not mm-hmm. the guy uh, had good intentions of not giving her medication. That's the court case. And Christians such as myself watch that. And we're like, yeah, that's a win. But he let somebody die. But she, she died. Yeah. The evidence that we have that she was possessed by a demon are unseen. Yes, yeah, she was doing some horrible things and some crazy things. And maybe, mm-hmm. she, maybe she was possessed by a demon, but. He did let her die. And if a Satanist came in and said, we're going to pray to Satan and try and take this angel out of her, would he not be at fault if she died? Yeah, right. I mean, we would we would um, mark that up as basically murder, 
even if he was like trying to help her, even if it wasn't trying to get an angel out of her, if he was like trying to heal her with witchcraft or what what have you, and that yeah, we would write that up as a sat- satanic murder. Uh, yeah, and that was your guest today, last week. He had said that yeah, if if medicine is available, I'm not telling you not to take the medicine. Take the freaking medicine, and then we'll go from there. Yes. And everything and I, comes back to intent. Intent with uh, blackface, whiteface. Intent with uh, Satanism or witchcraft or Christianity or any belief. Your intent mm-hmm. matters. You can say that somebody is a terrible person based on your immediate perception of them because they're they have their face painted white and black written across their forehead you can assume that i'm a racist because of that you can assume that because i'm a christian i would let somebody die and not take the the necessary medical steps to get them actual like human healing uh or you could just talk to people and see what they actually think because we're all nobody is in like people are in different camps but every single person is an individual it's like the men in black thing where he's like uh, Will Smith asked Tommy Lee Jones when he's debating on getting into it. And he's like, uh, he's like, aren't people smart? And he's like, no, a person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, crazy animals. And yep. like, you can't judge the individual based on his association with a panicky, crazy group of any kind. Right. All right. And I have no comment for that. <laughs> you said it all. You said all the words. Perfect. Well, if you're not overly offended yet, uh, and if you have recently tuned in, if you would like to join the after party, we're going to keep this party going for about another 45 minutes to maybe an hour, if Craig's so willing. But we're going to do that at patreon.com forward slash the system is down in the after party, and you can get that for only a dollar. And we're go- if you want to call in, no matter how drunk and inebriated you are, you can call in and be a part of the entire conversation. We'll figure it all out over there, uh, the, the semantics behind it. But... Uh, patreon.com forward slash the system is down and sign up for the Downers Club and be a part of the after party in about five minutes. Craig, any final thoughts? I'm glad to see other people chiming in. New people, um, maybe it was worth it to pull this to an earlier time slot. Um, definitely get more people in next week. Bring yes. your friends. If you really enjoyed this or kind of enjoyed it even, or just are don't have an opinion whatsoever. If or you if didn't you're hate outraged it, outraged by it, and want somebody else to be outraged with you, bring correct. it along. That's fine. We we love yeah. discourse. But uh, tune in next week, uh, probably same time. We'll probably shoot for seven next week, and we'll do it a couple weeks. See how it goes. Uh, AntiNewsLive.com, three zero nine seven one six three eight one eight, and Patreon.com forward slash The System is Down. Let's jump over into the after party. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are beautiful, wonderful, awesome people. Um, and I don't assume any of you are baby murderers or racists. Trent Campbell Hopefully. said, will it work on the app? Probably. Are you talking Patreon app? Probably. It should work. Um, so, Craig, all that said, and without any further rambling, I would like to finally close this out by saying uh, question everything. And, and please stay, stay as uncomfortable as possible. Uncomfortably comfortably uncomfortable anti-semitic and racist or whatever you're going to assume all right bye goodbye so here's my pledge to you i will be a commander-in-chief that will have the back of the military i won't trash talk i won't be a divider-in-chief or an agitator-in-chief i won't be out there blowharding 
talking a big, big game without backing it up. I think the next president needs to be a lot quieter, but send a signal that we're prepared to act in the national security interests of this country to get back in the business of creating a more peaceful world. Please clap.